Which episode is it again? 23? 23. Yep. <laughs> Keep that in. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 23 of A Beer with Sam and Peter. I'm Sam, he's Peter, and, yep. uh, and, and you're Stocksy, I guess? Oh, yeah. James. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've decided to do, uh, just put more guests on the show. Yeah. We like it and we don't care what you think. Yeah, so. it, less work for us. Yeah, so. actually that's that's a really good... Good point. Like, I, I I, actually get a chance to listen to us for a change. <laughs> no. Rather than us just competing for who's yeah. going to talk more. Yeah. So, uh, I really enjoy it. Anyway, so, yeah, this is our, this is our yeah. mate. Uh, our mate Stocksy. James, who we will refer to as Stocksy mostly. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Do it, do it. I know it's, it's, it's just too confusing. Yeah. I can try, but I'm just going to do it anyway. <laughs> uh, and you're... Uh, so Stocksy's a mate of ours from school. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we went to school yeah. together, and uh, and I've just much like Peter, I've uh, graduated from university, and uh, you know, keep... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, still still on the, just, the unemployment train. Yeah, on uh, the job, man, just <laughs> bumming around, yeah, yeah. yourself. Yeah. You're in good hands. <laughs> yeah, we've become gym buddies now, which is yeah, fantastic. That's good. Yeah. Oh yeah, We're having a good time. Yeah, I I'd never I I wear the accolade with pride that I've never worked out in the gym in my entire life. Is that something you should really be prideful of? I don't know, but it's interesting. You can get, you can get jacked like Stocksy. <laughs> I don't. Think if you guys can't, case. if you guys can't see, Stocksy is a mountain of a man. <laughs> don't let his pleasant voice fool you. Yeah, <laughs> he scares me. <laughs> don't let these guys fool you. It's simply not true. <laughs> uh, okay, um, so. Just a regular you, show as usual. We just have a guest on today. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you want to do you want to maybe like start by giving us a bit of yeah? You like what long, are some of the things that you like? You like long walks um, on the beach. Look, I love <laughs> I love playing video games. Like these boys, I'm a massive gamer. Yeah. Um, which is a lot of fun. Um, what's what's your big game that you've been playing lots of at the moment? So I've been playing a lot of Fallout, and I have so like I think I'm up to. 400 hours now gameplay in Fallout that's, on Steam. That's, that's wow, huge. that is impressive. So to say I'm a big gamer, I think is a maybe a little bit of underestimation because yeah. underestimate, I play a lot of games on top of that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I checked out my Destiny uh, gameplay time. I, I finally yeah. got my app updated and it just shows you that. And I'm on like 17 days, which I yeah. feel is quite respectable, but I feel like it's not that much in the grand scheme of things. No, like considering how, how much we play that game. How many hours is that? That's not that much. Considering oh. for like the last year, we played it maybe not so much in the last sort of two months, but almost for the rest of the year, yeah. we played it almost every night for at least oh, like I, I an played, hour. I played about two hours or three hours or more every night. I only go to the Crucible though. Yeah. Just, uh, just, so you are a big Crucible player. I'm yeah. like Crucible rank like 64. Yeah, okay. But... Thank God, rank like <laughs> five or something. I just don't play about Santa Cruz. I found um, once, I mean, I was I, I played a lot of Destiny in the first year it came out. Yeah. Um, but I eventually kind of fell off. And when I go back to play it now, there's it was 6v6 
with leveling turned on, with level advantages turned You're on. Playing like Iron Banner or something. Yeah, yeah playing yeah. Iron Banner, and I would just get my ass handed to yep. me now because all my weapons are so far behind the curve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so. The meta has just changed. Yeah, so absolutely. Much. I think it's really good right now, actually. Though, really, it's well balanced. Is it's relatively yeah. well balanced. Yeah. I think auto rifles are maybe a touch underpowered. Uh, are they kind of fine they- now? Yeah? Yeah. So, with the latest patch, they buffed all the auto rifles that weren't the high rate melody OP ones. Yeah. Mm, good. So, it's kind of good. Yeah. And they've sort of... Every weapon has a much more defined, like, niche role, basically. Okay. And yeah. the reason I'm really just saying this is because the... Because hand cannons, snipers, infusion rifles are really great right now, and that's all I use. So... Oh, good. That's why I'm happy. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Um, yeah, and we're all excited for pulse, pulse rifles. Yeah. Hmm. I was a big Shuras regime guy. Oh, I yeah. loved the, uh, it was the, I like in the first few months of it being released, like yeah, Shuros regime games, like upwards of like 38 kills. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that, just that healing just, through. That gun I, was just so good. Yeah. You can't time. do that as easily now. Like, yeah. like 38 kills. Exotic weapons are a lot more balanced now, so most of the time, if you get a really good roll on a legendary weapon, that's generally better. Gunsmith weapons are where it's at now. Get them perfect rolling. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. I think I just stopped playing as the gunsmith stuff was getting rolled out. Yeah, That's what you want. So you want to stop playing, like, just after Taken King. Yeah, yeah, just after Taken King. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm off of this de- this city ramble. <laughs> Sorry, uh, no one enjoys a part of Well, we enjoy it. So yeah, that's no, that's, that's all that counts. That's, that's true. Um, the the beer we're drinking this week is yeah, absolute classic. Forex Gold Australian Pale Ale. I am amazed that we've never had Forex on the show. You know, this yeah. is one of my favourite beers because of the the lovely phrase, the Milton Mango, the Milton grown <laughs> in grown in Milton. Yellow like a mango, the Milton mango. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I'm it's a huge fan, but well, the one in. the one that we're actually drinking this week is a little bit different yeah. from the the classic yes, just forex gold, yeah. which is the Queensland standard at the Milton Brewery. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Queensland standard. It's your typical yeah. beer you get yeah. any pub in Queensland. Do you want to explain like a little bit gold. about forex for people who aren't Australian? Okay, so forex gold is basically just the like cheap beer. Yeah. That everybody drinks and is in every pub it is in Australia. The it's actual Fosters. Yeah. For you American people who actually think we drink Fosters. Yeah. It's pretty much what Fosters is actually. Is yeah. Forex Gold. It's like if you can in imagine Queensland, it, like whereas that. in yeah. like Victoria and stuff, they drink. They have their own Tui's. Yeah. And um, VB. VB. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So would Tui's be like. Sydney. I don't know. I have no idea, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, so the main ones are like. Two is new, yeah. Vic and Forex Gold, yeah. They're sort of the standard, so, like base level lager. For for a very big change with us, I actually have some beer news, which I think is good. Beer news, <laughs> beer news. Okay. So there's a big thing going on in beer right now. Um, if you notice, if you go to your local pubs, and especially if you are in New South Wales right now, mm-hmm. or in Victoria right now, because uh, they serve it a lot more. But if you go to your local uh, pub, you might see that all the stuff that's owned... Uh, I can't remember the company. It's one of those big companies. Oh, is, companies. It, is it that um, Carlton United Breweries? Yeah. Uh, so, like- Draft, VB, 
They also they also own Coronas yeah. here, like the distribu- they distribution here, and, and that uh, Carlton United Breweries. I think and they Fatiac. also own yeah, like a bunch of the yeah, oh, like so they own like all of those and stuff like that as well. Yeah, okay. a lot of those beers, and they're all being taken out of pubs in uh, Sydney and Melbourne because uh, there's a huge worker strike right now. They like brought in one of those secondary uh, hiring company people, yeah, who it looks like had. Uh, pretty much made everyone redundant and then offered their old jobs back with a pay cut. Hmm. And um, this time it's a big deal for some reason. I don't think it's the first time it's happened, but this time everyone's heard about it. It's been a big thing. It went into the news and now no one's drinking those beers. So I'm glad we didn't buy one today. Just so we didn't like <laughs> I'm glad you did. Like I was, I asked you, I asked Stoxy what his favorite beer was and I was really afraid you'd be like, Love that fat yak. <laughs> Anything by then. <laughs> yeah, so cheers, fellas. Yeah. Yep. Clink, clink. Oh. <laughs> What's the verdict? Delicious. On the, <laughs> on, the, on the pale ale as opposed to the... I actually really, really like the pale ale. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's really nice. Yeah. I think it's definitely something that you can drink a lot of. Yes. If you want to go to an Australia Day and not feel left out like if you want to just continuously drink beer for the entire day yeah. this is a good option yes yeah. 1.0 it's uh, pretty easy to get down yeah. <laughs> you don't look like a, like a softy but you are really how, how do you think it compares to gold um i like gold better i think it's a little more bitter but i kind of like this but i think that's just because i don't like gold and it's not gold like that's that's all it is for me yeah oh. i don't know i this like from my experience gets worse over time Oh, really? That's, yeah, that's so just... the first one is always the best one? And yeah. we've only got one today. <laughs> <laughs> but someone's doing good. Like, when you get to the dregs, it starts to not taste as good. Like, it's a lot... Yeah. Like, when it's when it's nice and cold, straight out of the esky. Yeah. Like, it, it's crisp and, yeah. and delicious. And then, sort of, the, the last sort of, maybe third of the beer is, is not so nice. Yeah, right. Just well, from my experience... I'll let you know how it is when I get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a beer update midway through. <laughs> Uh, but don't get me started on Survivor updates. We usually we do oh. Survivor Watch every day. Every oh, uh, I didn't episode. watch last night's episode. Mate, I only saw half. All of it. I will say is it was a absolute shitstorm at the yeah? end. Yeah, really. Yeah, really. Like the person who got voted out got voted out because they had two votes against their name. So it's That's everyone's targeting everyone. Yeah, okay. the votes were, and something amazing could have happened, and a bunch of people just were completely idiots and screwed it up. It was it was like a master play the, and then just 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 ruined. I watched the preview <laughs> and it was like saying about the stupidest like decision on survival oh, of all time. Yeah, yeah. It, it it was oh man, it was so close. It was just so annoying. So you know how they merged into two tribes now? Yeah. Yeah. Yellow tribe, surprise, lost the immunity challenge, right? They're, they're like the dregs. It, it, it yeah. was, and this was this was, was the mud, the mud carrying challenge. There was, oh, there was mud carrying, and there was an even worse one for them. Oh, I didn't see this. Which was challenge. so they did mud carrying for a reward, which is yeah. always fun. Yeah. And then they move on to the next one, which did was they lose both straight up full contact uh, a water basketball, right? Where you could stop them by any means necessary. Yeah. Right. It was like well, their black eyes and just elbows yeah. thrown. Well, the thing was, they re- came really close to. So the yellow team came really close. Yeah, they came really close. They did lose, but they came really close. And one of the the things that you need to know, like, for the decision later is that the only reason they came close is because they had that that Lee guy, right, big cricketer, did nothing throughout the entire game. Because Rowan was so scared of going home, model man. 
Yeah. That he like attacked this dude and it was like there was like brutal, there was Wait, like, is this like without even the ball? Yeah, that no, no he just he just decided I'm just gonna stop him from doing anything. Yeah. And he did it. And that, he, he, what's he, infuriating like, took, is he took ended Lee up out of the game. He ended up being their like target, which was just so stupid. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um he was like the only person that was there. So that was kinda cool and a yeah. little bit scary and dangerous. Did they have to sign waivers to say yeah, they could I go guess, full contact well, on each really other? Because I felt like there was a serious risk because it's like getting hurt. it's like yeah. the big jacked men and the skinny women. Yeah. Yeah. And you're well, playing they, how much are you playing for? A million dollars? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, all bets are right. Wow. I mean Sue uh, is like that was old a lady. Like Sue's like grabbed this skinny girl and she's gone from like sweet old lady to yeah. hardcore fish <laughs> <laughs> Like she's talking about like she said like it's gonna be like fish in a barrel, burning out these guys, they're such idiots. And then like we go to the challenge and she's like, You're not going anywhere, bean pole. And just like dropped her with her weight oh, <laughs> to wow. the ground. So who actually got voted out? So what happened is like they go to the tribal council and in yellow, everyone from the actual yellow team, there's five of them from the actual yellow team. Yeah. And then four of them from the red team that went over. And they just they just solidly stuck with it. Five again. They're going to slowly pick off the other guys. Is the plan? Mm-hmm. And there's this huge scam- scramble. Nothing thinks it's going right. Rowan just says he has the immunity idol by accident. Sue's like, yeah, yeah. So do you have the? Does anyone have the immunity idol? And he's like, <laughs> like he's so wait, dumb. what does he do? He looks at her and he's like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, okay, uh, yes. <laughs> like he just says it. Wow. Uh, he's not. He's not doing models any. Any favors? Because like one of the things <laughs> he said in the smokes. first episode was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a model. People think models are really stupid. They do now. Um, wow. But they he was also now. talking wow. about how he's like a graduate from Sydney Uni or something. Yeah, like well, I don't. He know was actually supposed to be smart, but a model. Yeah. But so stupid. Didn't didn't follow through with that whole dimmest. <laughs> so it's in this whole stupid thing, right? And yellow team starts to get real too smart, like too smart for their own good, because they're thinking, okay, now Rowan has the immunity idol. But I want to vote out Rowan or Phoebe. Phoebe's the blonde one who's like mates with Rowan. Yeah. They're really tight. So we're going to vote off one of them and he has the immunity idol. So they decide that if you when you play the immunity idol, votes don't count towards you. Yeah. yeah. So the yours are just removed from the total. So they're going to split the vote. Right. Yeah. Just like they did last for, week, the week before. Yeah. yeah. They tried to split the yeah. vote between two. Yeah. Weeks. So they're going to yeah, vote for the, for the fireman chick and she played the Yes, artist. that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to do that and then they sort of get jumpy and they decide we're just going to vote for Phoebe, right? And we're going to put in like two votes for Rowan and vote for Phoebe. Okay. Because he's got the idol, right? Yeah. And it comes to tribal council and Rowan, his stupidity comes like full circle and he's so gullible and dumb that it actually becomes ingenious, right? <laughs> so Phoebe's like, I'm, going, oh, I'm really worried I'm going home. And Rowan's like, oh, I'm a hot young model stud man I've got to protect this lady and so they go to tribal council and he gives her the immunity idol and plays it for her right and the other team's just like what oh no <laughs> and you see like six votes go for Phoebe none of them land yeah right and like and we're all standing up going like yes yes <laughs> it's gonna be amazing and what happens with those four people yeah all four of them vote for different people. No. So it's a four-way split. So they're meant to vote for someone. Phoebe's like, I voted for Sue. What are you guys doing? So Rowan's like, well, 
The plan was to vote for Sue, but I voted for Kat, with one of the people on his group, because I just don't like her, and I said I'd vote her out. And there's Kat going like, look, I voted for Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsty, the really spaced out one, it just looks yeah. like she's stoned all the time, just yeah. goes like, I voted for uh, I voted for Rowan. I don't know what happened. I- <laughs> Just, so Rowan goes so Rowan, <laughs> by two votes. Wow. Oh, no. a, and now they're just going pick, to get picked up one by one. Yeah. But it was, yeah, that's my Survivor Watch summary. It Holy was smokes. a shambles. That is almost, crazy. It was almost awesome. That is insane. Yeah. They buggered it up. Yeah. It's terrible. Wow. Boogie so- nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Homework movie. Right. That, yeah. Enough now of Survivor Three watch. hours into the podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we all watched Boogie Nights. That was the homework movie. Yep. And Boogie Nights is, uh, I think it's pretty, it's a pretty well-known film. A lot of people- Directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. So, it has an all-star cast, stars Mark Wahlberg and, um, uh, what's the name? Uh, O'Reilly? Is that it? Oh, sorry. John, uh, John, John C. C. Riley. John C. Riley, Philip Seymour Hoffman, um, Bert, is it Burt Reynolds? Mm-hmm. Um. Burt fucking Reynolds. Yep. Uh, uh, what's the name of the two women in it? Uh, I don't know their names. Oh, you mean Roller Girl? Yeah. That's and Heather Graham. Heather Graham and... Soxie with his insane knowledge. <laughs> and, and, uh, and Julianne Moore. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, so it's also a cast, kind of a... It's about the, um, golden age of porn mm. in yeah. the 70s and, and the and fall of the, sort of like, excesses of the 1980s. Yeah, it's yeah. sort of like the, the transition from free love. Yeah, and it sort of tells the story. It basically tells the story of what, like the the first successful male porn star. Yeah, and sort Mm -hmm. of his rise and fall. Is it based off a real character? I didn't. It must be. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, it's based off a few people. It's just based off that sort of. It's a very different porn industry. If it like uh, compared to the one days, yeah, to the one now. Yeah. So back then it was like an hour and a half movie. Yeah, and, it, everything and there was, was like an actual on story film. To it. Yeah, yeah, and it was like put like shown in cinemas. Porn was shown in cinemas. Yeah, with mm. a bunch of trench coats wearing dudes. Could you yeah. skeevy looking? We we had a conversation about this before the podcast, yeah. and every road like, goes to a bad place. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about porn in cinemas, there's nothing good that comes of it. I don't understand how it works for so long. Mm. But uh, I yeah. guess there was no other choice though. When you got a yeah yeah, and then there was a big like, sort of there was no attached. sort of way to have like mass distribution yeah and the videotape yeah. was the first yeah sort of yeah and there was a push against that, that because i think one of the reasons that there was such a production value to this whole thing and like directors like burt reynolds character like playing directors like the like all yeah. the sort of casting stuff and uh booking cinemas and all that sort of stuff um and the, a bunch of money um and they like pushed against that because if it's film, it's you can and say the way that, it's distributed. You can say that they're actors. Well, and well, that more you're than that, like director. Uh, the way that movies are distributed in cinemas, there's a lot. Uh, it's like a lot less bulk of what you're selling. You know, like each showing is a lot more significant, and it's not like just like everyone watching it in the living rooms. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of like almost selling uh, a big expensive item versus a lot of little ones. Like one of the when you transition to video, it's mm. so much easier to film, and everybody just looks at it 
uh, I suppose later online or just yeah. buys them from someone. Yeah, yeah, and that's right? kind and of the difference. More is like cheap, actually going going to the cinema. So it's more authentic. To, no, it's like, it's, it's, it's like more it's, cheap and disposable, and, and and with that comes like twenty minute clips of just people having sex, and yeah, and it becomes a lot more trashy. Yeah, so oh, so okay. so that like yeah. it's back then before people could just watch a movie in their own home, it was a more of an event to actually go to the cinema, and that. Kind yeah. of extended to the porn industry as well. Yeah, so you okay. need an hour and a half movie, right? Because right, someone's right. going to do this on the weekends and they have to buy a ticket and they have to go in. Yeah, it's like it's like an actual movie. event to go to the pictures. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of buying a bit, a bit less so for for going to a porn theater, I it's think. Still, it's but, still yeah. just like the porn industry, but it's a lot different. Yeah. And it's a lot safer as well at the start. You know, like it's like more of a community based thing. And like those actors, it was they're like, really well looked after. They have like those parties all the time. Mm. Um, but are they like that? Are they that well looked after? Like you, well, have a look, whole look, lot you more. think about some of the scenes, like where there's the girl that is at that party that does too much cocaine, and they just get her body and like drag oh, her yeah. out the back to get rid of her. But that's more the vice scene. Like she's not a star. She's just with that guy who turns out to be a pedophile. She just brings her along. Yeah, that was sure? just her. His um, okay, just a girl that he brought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And anyway, the big theme of this movie is like the transition from seventies and eighties, and that was not a good one. So the no, movie does not rough. makes a pretty rough transition. <laughs> About forty-five to an hour to hour in, it gets. Uh, it's, it's almost yeah. more like an hour and a half in because it's a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, it's a really for long most movie. of the movie. It's all like basically it. Like it's telling the story of Mark, of Mark Wahlberg's character, who is Becomes the well endowed yeah. but incredibly yeah. dim witted. All yeah. that brain just went into the, went into the dick, and there's no brain anymore. <laughs> 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 that's what it seems like. He's really good at sex as well. Yeah, and he's got a big dick, and that's it. That's all he's got. Really, <laughs> and, and his name's smile. Dirk Diggler, yeah. and that that catches up with him eventually. Because he starts making some wrong decisions further down the line. Yeah, yeah. Who, who would have thought yeah. that it was going that way? <laughs> you know what this movie does a good job of doing, either by just accident or not? But I was so tense the first hour and a half. It went really well for him. Yeah. But I was so tense because I just knew, like it just felt like at some point this was just going to go really, really wrong. And so every scene I was looking for that. Yes. That thing to happen. Yeah. And it started to you, happen. You knew it had to happen. And by the time you were like an hour and a half through. Yeah. And it hadn't, and nothing really bad had happened yet. Yeah. Like it just, I yeah. suppose built tension. I don't know. Yeah. I think. Because like both Sam and I watched it in oh, a yeah. very similar way. Like we both watched right up until just before the fall and then had to go, go do something else. Yeah. Like, yeah. I watched about an hour and a half in and then I went to go to yeah. the gym with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, in my, uh, my girlfriend, Imogen and I watched it and, you know, we're like 30 minutes into the film. He just got his sports car or something and we're both oh, there yeah. like, it's, it's got to come cars. soon. You know, there's no way <laughs> that there's got to be some kind of conflict. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And of course, that it was a line of cocaine and that's it. Yeah. All downhill from there. Yeah. It was his descent into drug use, I think. Yeah. And just like all the other characters, I think it, it, He's kind of, um, he's definitely, he definitely has like really bad moments. Like there's that moment where he's, he's out of work and he gets beaten up by those homophobes. Oh, uh, yes. Who like entrap yeah. him. Yeah. Um, but like you, you see the whole fall of the industry through the other characters. 
yeah. whose lives it just goes really bad for. Roller girl, she's okay in the end, but she like kills a guy, <laughs> stomps on a guy's face with roller skates. Yeah. Um, for doing something that I didn't see because my Netflix stopped working. Really? So oh, what, what did that. he do? So he, they're in the car. So yeah. they, they did this. They wanted to do this new thing where they pick up like a random dude off the street, yeah. and then he has sex with one of the porn stars, and it's kind of like a new thing. I think sort of he's like really struggling with the director to find something new and like keep his career going. Yeah, uh, and then Sam's internet drops out, and then she's like kicking this, this dude's. Death. Oh well, the dude, um, the guy that they picked up, yeah. was the same guy in class that was making suggestive oh, movements oh. and he's like oh are you oh. uh he calls her his her real name i don't remember the name in the film but right. it was like oh you're you're you know this girl's name right mm. and she's like no i have no idea who that is and she's looking at him very puzzled and then you know anyway they get on with it yeah because the director's like that doesn't matter we'll just keep going yeah and he makes very he doesn't do it right for the camera it's not a it's not a show he yeah. just kind of gets it he's doing it for himself yeah and then uh shock yeah. <laughs> and then the director's like, this isn't working, get out. And yeah. he's like, you suck as an actress or whatever, and you suck as a director. And so the director's like, fuck, fuck you. you, jumps out of the car, oh, okay. you know, throws a few few ones at him, knocks him on the ground. And then, like, all his mates come and pull him off. Yeah. And then Roller Girl, Roller Girl comes and slides up. Like, just stomping on his oh, face. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, really, I, I mean, I thought he must have, like, I don't know, hit her or. Yeah. Bitten her or something yeah. terrible. No, he um he made he made uh, an allusion to the fact that she wasn't she never finished high school. Was oh. very well educated. Like you've done really great with yourself or something like that. Oh. Made a good life for yourself, and that's I think that's what prompted her to. Yeah. Okay. She then has that conversation with her mother character. What's the name of that character? Uh, Julianne Moore's character. Yeah, well, yeah Julianne Moore's character, character about yeah. uh, wanting to go back to school and, yeah. Yeah. and finish that. And she's a sad character. That one. Yeah, she's got, like, she can't see her really son, big... so she like. Everyone has like like children yeah. issues, parent issues. I think it works like really it, well it, together. It, one of the things it really does is it one of the big things themes that runs throughout the movie is the like demonization of people who are in the porn industry. Yeah, I really didn't like that. And like the social stigma. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something that people do really uh really offhand, really really easily. Hmm. Um whenever we talk about this. And there's something in that whole thing where you just assume I, I you know, I know that this probably not the easiest cleanest way to earn money right yeah. or, or a living but it's it's a, it's still a, uh like it's still a far-flung thing say from prostitution right mm. is it though i think it yeah, yes because you know the person you're 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 in this group of like a bunch of people and you're you know having takes you're talking about how you're going to do it better you are filming something in like a safe environment but yeah i think you're thinking about prostitution in america though prostitution in australia is a Much is actually a regulated well, tax well point the point industry is mostly in america though yeah yeah so i mean i'm talking about that that type of prostitution okay. i mean what i'm saying is i feel like people vilify people who are in the porn industry and they also sort of look down on them I because i suppose they hear about that and you're like what it's terrible I yeah, suppose but, they, yeah, they, that's they, strong, they strongly correlate that with prostitution, which is illegal in America. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. I'm sure there's probably somewhere where it's legal, but it's mostly illegal. Yeah. Is there is there still an exist a lack of respect for adult industry I workers? I think because I don't no, you know, I, I mean, people I don't are people. I don't see I don't see that or feel that. Yeah, and I think and and 
uh, I suppose it's probably more to do with the stigma attached to like sex and talking about sex mm. in our society. Yeah. Okay. I think that though, like, uh, it can't be an easy thing either. Say if you are working working in the porn industry to get that sort of like sympathy all the time. You know, if you mentioned it, like uh, at least the way that we, uh, I've talked, I've talked to people about it is if you talk, if you get onto the topic of like uh, porn stars lives, it's always just like, Oh, how sad for them. And if you've chosen that to do that, right. Say you, say you're one of the people, one of the many people who's like, you've, you've chosen to do that yeah. for whatever reason. Top one would probably be because you like sex. Right? Yeah, that would yeah, um, that would play into this. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a very good actor. <laughs> um, like, and if you tell people that and the first thing they say is like, I'm so sorry for you all the time, that that would be pretty hard too. I yeah. know that like it would be better than hate, but that would be pretty hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But the, that is a strong theme. And she's a real good example of that because she can't ever see her kid because, mm. because of her job. Mm. I don't know. This, yeah, this I think to an extent, though, she was not a very good mother. That's no. Also true. I think, yeah, like, <laughs> she, yeah, that's also true. She's a terrible mom. Like, yeah. Does a lot of drugs and... Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that's not there for... Th- although it kind of tries to make her a bit more sympathetic, I would say that probably I, isn't a good environment, environment for no. a child. No. I didn't have very much sympathy for her because she didn't go out of her way to it didn't accommodate her child. Yeah. When her, like, she was calling him at, like, 3 a.m. or something. Yeah. And then, and then they try. I mean, that and just shows then, complete. And then where the child tries to call her, but yeah. they can't find her because yeah. it's at the crazy. Yeah, like, it shows a complete body. lack of understanding yeah. of yeah. how she should be dealing with I, that. I think it's like kind of like a separate thing, though, because I don't want her to necessarily have a kid. But I just look at the way that she's treated, and they don't know that. They they don't really know that she'd actually be a bad. Like they they make that decision when they see what she does, and that's that's it. Like same with John Cheadle, how he can't get a loan. I feel, yeah, like, I feel yeah, a I lot sorrier for his character than yeah. I do because they never show him doing anything heinous. He seems pretty mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. yeah like, they never, sh- they never show him... Well, I, there's one thing that yeah. muddled his character. There's some but... serious tension in that scene though because like people are, get, are killing themselves. They're getting arrested. They're turning out, turning out to be like pedophiles. Yeah. They're, they're overdosing. And when we get to Don Cheadle and he's in his, this car about to leave the car with his pregnant wife in it. I'm like... God, what's yeah. going to happen? He's yeah. black. There might be some. She's white. There might be some sort of shit happening, like some racial with, stuff. I, with her is what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I was kind of actually just relieved. <laughs> <laughs> when, like all that, all that happened was that uh, he stole some money that was the yeah. result of a robbery gone wrong. Yeah, that was a really good scene. I, I, I liked his character. I thought they snuck in a little bit about how uh, everyone having guns is not a good thing. <laughs> you, know, you know that one? That's, yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, that didn't make it better. That didn't save the day. The no. good old trucker man had a gun. No. No. Everybody, <laughs> everybody just died. Everyone just died. <laughs> just a spoiler to what happens if everyone has guns. Mm. Yeah. Just everybody dies. Except Every- for Don Cheadle. Just everyone dies. Yeah. And he can steal the money and... <laughs> yeah, not be a subscriber to the... Hi-fi business. Only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is with a good guy, a with gun. guy with a gun. I just don't see it playing out no. like that, honestly. No. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we, we could get into a big political talk about guns. No, but we're not going to do that because we're actually afraid. <laughs> Which just shows you how it's wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know. I could go on a lot about, along this, uh, a lot about this movie and the different characters, but they've all got that same theme. Like, um, 
Philip Sibyl Hoffman, Hoffman's character, it all goes wrong for them for some reason. They almost show just different ways that it can go wrong for you in that in that life and at that time. Yeah. You know, like Philip Sibyl Hoffman's gay and it's going to be worse one of, for one of the gay things, now that it's... To, one of the things that I was kind of waiting to happen in the movie is for there to be like follow-ups and consequences for a bunch of the events that happened, mm-hmm. but there never was. No, he plays what, what out kind of or, or never showed you, like... Well, uh, when Philip Seymour Hoffman's character kisses Mark Wahlberg, or oh, okay. like I really like, thought he was going to like almost all those on. scenes, all of those scenes like onwards, yeah. like when the guy goes in and shoots his wife and kills himself, yeah. Yeah. like you never hear anything more about that. That's that's when, so when Mark Wahlberg tries to rip off that, that guy, hear about that is. Yeah. yeah, like uh, just a bunch of those sort of scenes. There was just never like I, I thought there might be like a show like a court case of someone going to jail when um yeah Burt Reynolds and Roller Girl beat up that guy. Yeah. Um but there never was, which is I think he's a bit dead. odd, but I th- I don't think, I don't think he died. He's not dead. No, he no, just got his he got stepped on a lot. Roller blades. I'm sure heads are Brazilian. That was like a juicy sound. Oh okay. It's that's enough yeah. of that. <laughs> he was fine. He was he walked it up. <laughs> it was a movie. He's fine. Yeah. Um but yeah, I would say it's definitely more of a film sort of about sort of just like a bunch of scenes with all these characters and yeah. sort of more a character story rather than telling the story it of... felt like a documentary. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. The, and the way it ended to it felt like a documentary. Like, it just followed these series of events. There wasn't some big tie-up at the, at the end. It just sort of like followed everyone's lives to, yeah. to completion. Yeah. And and there was, like, I don't know. It was weird. There wasn't a lot of, like, down... Like, movies that usually have a big build-up, everything's happy, then something bad happens, and then it comes good at the end, which this movie did have, but it wasn't it didn't as really significant. Come good at the end to be, yeah. But it did... It completely came good at the end. Came like, good they're, for, all, they're all friends again. Came good for him, but there are a lot of people either in jail or dead. Well, there's there's one guy in jail. That's true, yeah, yeah. That guy, I don't, oh, really, yeah. I don't really care about. Yeah, that's much. right. Yeah, well, you saw and, him and like the other guy that was that dead. was so real though. Like the the way they did that conversation yeah. and stuff yeah. when yes. he's talking to his friend, like that's fantastic. I haven't seen because it's hugely stigmatized and rightly so kind of thing. But like, I haven't seen a lot of um, pedophile characters speak like that for that amount of time in a show yeah. or a movie. Yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. something that's. And I think they did a really about. good job of like um, his like weird his like justification for it mm. and the fact that he still is like himself in every other aspect. So talking to him must be really weird because he just seems like the guy. Like yeah. I think you, I think you expect him to just like break into evil rants all the time. You know what I mean? Like a, yeah. So I think he's just a, a regular guy, but just with just the perversion. Just mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I think that's a, I mean, that's a good point. Bad people don't walk around with bad people faces on. Faces on. <laughs> I don't know. Superhero. Super <laughs> Actually, this brings up uh, the fact the, the whole this whole thing of like I, I think it ties in with something we're going to talk about at the end of the podcast. So stay tuned for that. We're going to talk about Sons of Anarchy, mm. and I think there's a good tie in there between this whole idea that like the porn industry, even though it might be legal, depending on like what kind of porn industry you're in um 
it's it's something that because it's stigmatized and stuff, it is on the outskirts. Like if you do porn, it's I would I would imagine that it's pretty inescapable that you the you rub shoulders with those bad people. It's just it's just where a lot of bad if if you're in a fringe area or a stigmatized area, that's just where a lot of bad people fall. Like that's where they go to. If yeah. you go to those porn parties, I'm not surprised that they have these people who are not only like bringing underage girls, letting them overdose on cocaine, but the kind of people that know how to get rid of them yeah. are there, you know? And, and you sort of just, like, I think it probably inescapable. And same thing with these biker guys. So they, they want, like, they start in, with this idea that they want to live outside the law and that's just the people you interact with. It's, all, it's almost inevitable. And it really, um, it really humanized the, the all the characters. I think, yeah. Rather than just being like a big, flashy, look, there's everybody naked and they're having sex and all that kind of thing for the whole movie. It was, yeah, like oh, yeah. made the characters seem very human, yeah. very real. Actually, and, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, I, I loved Mark Wahlberg's. Um, there was a transition there from Mark Wahlberg was the new guy on the scene. So seeing the new guy to seeing the new guy, and he's, yeah. he realizes he's, he's he's on the up and out, and of course he helped that himself with yeah. his cocaine addiction. But that's but also I and love taking that. Crystal that's meth. Also, and... the porn industry—it is a bright, quick burning. thing. Yes, like, absolutely. Yeah, I mean it's all about how you look, and people need people really like young. And yeah, it's, yeah. You, you don't stay young forever. No. Yeah, you get pushed in and out pretty quickly. And it I think at like thirty years old. I think it's, it's like a three, four year career. You know, some other yeah. people can stretch it out, but sometimes it's stretched out. But you need to have some incredible body part, or yeah, you got to have a gift. something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or have something built up. Yeah, yeah. or go into weird shit as you get older. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Boogie Nights. Would you say watch it? Yeah, yeah. Definitely, I'd say watch no, it. It's definitely an adult movie. Mm. <laughs> <Yes>. No, <laughs> my uh, my volume is actually up a little bit too loud during a couple of those scenes. And, Ooh, I have to <laughs> dial that one down. I, I think it's a really adult movie for not the reasons that you'd think, though. Like, um, if you're like a 13 year old listening to the podcast and you think Boogie Nights is a good movie to watch because there's going to be a lot of nudity in it, yeah, steer clear of it. Actually, I can. Yeah, highly, there are a lot of other movies with just like nice if you nudity are 13, highly recommend Girl Next Door. Yeah. Great film for that. <laughs> this is not that. No. You're going to get a lot of more serious it, things that are going to mess you up a lot like, more than seeing a naked woman. And that's like... Yeah. All, 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 the, all the like nudity and stuff is in service to the plot. Like it's not glorifying yeah. it. It's more like matter of fact. Yeah. Like nudity and sex scenes. And that's not like the focal point of the yeah. scene. Yeah. Whereas in a lot of other films, like for example, yes. Girl Next Door, it's yeah. like... Oh, it's the primary drive. Make a girl. Yeah. 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 I just, yeah, I'm saying don't watch this 13 year old because you're not going to get that. You're going to get suicides, drug overdoses, lost kids. (laughs) I think you probably just wouldn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. 13 year old. Just a little help. Focus on the wrong thing. Just a little helpful helpful tip to that one. You know, like, go find something else. Watch one of the spoof movies. That's what they rely on. That's their life, right? <laughs> oh, you're still talking the scary movie franchise? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's always been a staple. Just do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 
Peter, you've been, you've sold your soul. You've gone to the crossroads and picked up WoW again. Yeah, just, so despite the... It's a dark, <laughs> dark It's a, it's a dark, dark it's a road. Pole, mate. Despite all the, the uh, flack we gave Chris when he was on the podcast, um, yeah, all those episodes ago, uh, I decided to start playing WoW. <laughs> because I'm unemployed and what else am I going to do? <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, yeah, like I... Um, the new WoW expansion, Legion, has just come out. Mm. Um, came out probably by the time you hear this, maybe like two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's been out so- for 11 days. Today's the 11th day that it's been out. Yeah, so it came out on the 30th. It'll be about 18 days. Okay. The, by the time this episode comes out. Right. Okay, good. I'm glad we've established that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly 18. So if you guys just want to do the maths right real quick, you can. I'll sh- I should get out my abacus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, or a biscuit. It's like a lot of fucking a biscuit. <laughs> kids have been Who says me. a biscuit? <laughs> slap the sass out of them. <laughs> Bradley, I know you're only five, but it's fucking out because that is, that is not on. <laughs> <laughs> There's two things I don't want you to say. I don't want you to say biscuits, and I don't want you to say harambe. <laughs> I'm a big lover of the harambe. <laughs> oh, seriously? Yeah, man. You better just go out Anything there. harambe... If there's a harambe meme stuck oh, under no. something, I've I, seen it and I love I it. I just don't get why it's such a thing. It's not what it's Taken about, too man. soon. It's about current current things. Like, you just got to get with it. You, know, you just have to pretend you know what's going on. <laughs> I shouldn't say I don't get it because then I'll never get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Anyway. Well, World, World, World of Warcraft. Of Warcraft. <laughs> um, so, sort of what I've been doing is I... Started a new character. Basically, yeah. I got into it because in Hearthstone, if you you can buy the WoW Starter Edition, which is like which is free, hmm. and you can play up to level twenty five on any character. And you get something for it, eh? Oh uh, yeah, in Hearthstone you get like a character portrait. Um, so I wanted to do that. I thought it's free. So that hooked you in line and sinker. Basically, yeah. like, like I did. I did play it one night, and then just got was just a super bored. Yeah, yeah, and um. Then I came back to it a couple of months later and got to level 25 and I really was enjoying it. So I've been leveling from one to I'm level 91 now. Hmm. Would you have uh, done like stuck with that for as long as you have without having Chris or other friends who um, Probably not. Yeah. because Probably I- not. Because yeah, Chris is like... He, he gifted me yeah. 50k gold to immediately make any sort of gold... Uh, getting things irrelevant until I get to max level, basically. Yeah. I could buy the heirlooms so I get boosted experience and a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, but it's been really interesting having like the wow leveling experience and seeing how different the game actually is to what it used to be. Yeah. They so removed, you did, how long ago did you play it? Like when it was in, the, it's like, like 10 years ago, basically. Okay. Yeah. Um, so way, way before. Way, way ages ago. Was max, this max um, level was sixty or seventy? Was this at Burning? I jumped Burning in Cru- at Burning Crusade. I think I, I think I played for, I played for like a month on a private server in Burning Crusade. I okay. think. Right. I think. I think even the private server di- wasn't on Burning Crusade, and I just got to level sixty on my, on my dwarf paladin. Yeah. Cool. All right. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good uh, and, and yeah. So I've been. It's really interesting to see the, like, progression of the WoW, uh, like, just progression design and yeah. zone design and seeing that through all the expansions. So, like, level 1 to 60 is mostly vanilla stuff. Then you've got Burning Crusade. 
and then Wrath of the Lich King, Cataclysm, um, Mr. Pandaria, and now I'm on to Warlords of Draenor. Hmm. And just seeing the the way that they have sort of they've first of all like reduced the amount of experience you need so it's not as much of a grind. Yeah. They've um made it so you get your mount a lot quicker, which that's what that's actually kind of what kept me going with it was um once you get to those milestone things and you can actually move faster throughout the world, it's less boring. Cool. Like it's so much more yeah. fun when you actually get to fly. That it that was really cool. Yeah. Because it just get you just get stuff done so much quicker and it's so much better. Yeah. Well, um, look, previously on the podcast we talked about the only MMO that I liked, which was DC Universe Online, and that you chose your character's powers. And that had that big problem of the fact that hey, some of you are like Superman and can fly. Some of you didn't choose that. Guess what? This is gonna suck. For you. <laughs> you know, like that. You, I was like, you level with some dude. I understand what like flying does to the game because the way that it's all level, it's all like laid out flat. Yeah. And you just in like leveling with your group and you're like, oh, we've done that. Oh, time to go back to the hub. And the super speed guy's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he races off and you're just like, bye guys. You just like, <laughs> shoot up into the air. And good old Spider-Man acrobatics guys just, <laughs> I'd be so upset. I briefly played DC. <laughs> and I remember, um, I remember I was like level five or something and yeah. I got the ability to fly. And you fly like two miles an hour yes. or something. Oh, it you can run faster flight. than you can fly. It, it depends on your, your flight. You get, like, flight upgrades. Uh, I yeah. played it all the way to, like, raiding. Yeah. I that game. Yeah. Um, and at the very end, you could, like... Yeah. You got a bunch of upgrades to your, to your flight until you, you got the... You got this split, and you could get, like, Superman flying or, like... Uh, Flash, kind of, like, weak source, but quick flying. So, you could, you could go really quickly. Yeah. Or you could get you know, impact stuff. So, you could do, like, a meteor thing. You like, oh, so you are the meteor? You like break sound barrier and like you cool. get that thing around you and you like just smash down and it's an yeah. actual damaging move. Yeah. It gets better, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. But yeah, at the start, it's like some kid could just, you're flying so low and so slow, some kid could just hit, hit you with water balloons. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that, yeah, is, sorry, yeah, that yeah. is one of the things about uh, like MMOs and stuff is the way that they gate you is those movement abilities oh yeah and that's one of the things that can really turn people off i I feel especially as a druid which is what you're playing like without that travel form yeah travel form makes such a difference yeah yeah so i played a a worgen druid great second best druid second best druid my personal opinion second best bear (laughs) troll troll bear is best bear because you get the troll tusks well now with the artifact weapons that they've added you can like you can actually change the appearance of all your forms now. Which oh, is cool. really cool. Yeah. So like depending on the weapon that you have and depending on like the slots you have in the weapon, which is a new is a new thing added in Legion, um, you can like change your, your colour of your bear. So you can be like a flaming lion or like a bear Ooh. that's covered in vines and nice. like a dark bear or Bashing one bear. that's all red and stuff. Yeah, like it's okay. basically basically kind of adding some of the skins from Overwatch to <laughs> almost exactly. <laughs> yeah, basically all the all the Winston skins. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been I've been really enjoying it, and I've now just gotten to Warlords of Draenor, and the the questing in Warlords of Draenor is so much better than the yeah. old shit. With, like, I mean, wow, you can go all the way. I mean, that was the the OG like serious grind kind of thing. Yes. Back when like that was almost something you wore on your belt. You know, that I've got this thing and you would like those kind of like, those guys would have wanted it no other way than like making some of those drops. There are drops in WoW, even in Warlords right now, 
that are like recorded as being like 0.02% chance of mm. dropping from this mob. Like, and I, that's, I, that's actually crazy. They, they you, have, never get away with that in other games. And they have, they have actually buffed a lot of stuff like that to remove yeah. a lot of the grind. Like with Legion, with professions, which is like you can be a leather worker or a skinner. Or you can make plate armor or mail armor yeah, or, can mine or cloth or you can do enchanting. And there's a there's heaps of different professions. Yeah. You can be an engineer and make rocket boots. Cool. <laughs> nice. You're sold right there. <laughs> um, and they've removed a lot of the grind from professions. So professions in Legion, like you don't have to level it up. You can get all the recipes basically from level one. Okay. Um, and they've just removed a lot of the grindy stuff that is just not... For new people trying to get into the game, it's just not that much fun. Yeah. At Endgame, like, I think there probably should be a little bit of grind, but just to be able to get to Endgame should be a really relatively easy yeah. progression, I think. I think they found and a good just, balance. Yeah, just like the balance and the way that they've changed it up. They have a really good matchmaking system for dungeons. Yeah. Which is they basically a, their equivalent of strikes. They've got a yeah. raid matchmaking system. Yeah. 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 I don't know how that is. Probably terrible. Yeah, I don't know. It's not something I've ever tried. Chris would be able to tell yeah. us a bit more. But um one of the one of the actually one of the coolest things to do is go back and run like the vanilla raids as a Highland character. As because you can just like, like one shot raids. everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Don't knock over some some people. Yeah, yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. I saw some. So, have you beaten all the bosses as you've come out? No, sorry, sir. There's, no. there's thousands of bosses. Oh no, so. I mean, uh, like, so there's um, in Cataclysm, there's the big dragon. I forget his name, Deathwing. Deathwing. And there's in Burning Crusade, there's Lord Illidan. Is that his name? The dude with the double sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And have you gone back and like just kicked their asses yet? Or no, okay. no. You can pretty uh, much be Illidan now, Stocks. Demon, Demon. I have class. seen that they yeah. got the double. It's just Illidan. You got War War Blades. That you know, sounds amazing. Wings and yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and can, if you can you still stumble into areas that are just way over your level? I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Completely. Cool. If you um, really want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the world has changed. Like now, people. They still have those 0.02% drop rate things. I think mm. they have to for those people who want them. But it's never something that the you loot system, really need. The, oh, okay. the loot system is weird in like dungeons and stuff because it's all shared loot compared to something like Destiny, which is what I'm used to for that kind of thing where everybody gets something. Which I think is so a much every- better system. Yeah, so do I actually. Just that everybody's getting something. So it's not like five people all competing for like the one drop even yeah. though it might not be for your build you still get gold well, and, stuff. Just and how it used to be in like vanilla wow for raiding was there were 40 man raids and like there'd be like four drops yes could you imagine the whole and they would have to try to coordinate out. 40 people in yeah the raid. i yeah. have so much anger when i try and <laughs> coordinate like a team of like six people in Destiny right? <laughs> and only three of those guys are like pick up. Yeah. I still just get a burning hatred <laughs> yeah. like so quickly. It's it's crazy. Imagine. You can probably the, see why the guilds are so tight though. Oh yeah. Because it it's Gilding, by, it's a try by combat there. Yeah. It, like people get really serious for, yeah. for that kind of thing. Yeah, and we sort of forget, but our mate Chris who we've had the public on the podcast like twice, he is like one of the best players. He's on like the server, like ranked in yes. PvP, high, yeah. like really yeah. high. In he tries terms to explain goals and stuff, and yeah. I don't know, but it's been really kind of fun to yeah. to sort of get into it. And I'm kind of getting to the point where I wish I was level 100 so I could start playing the new content. Do you think you're going to do in-game stuff afterwards? Maybe, maybe I don't know. 
That's a big step. Yeah, I don't know if I really want to be have all the sort of pressure of a big, yeah, like ten man, twenty man raid. Um, all of it is a lot. All that sort of stuff is a lot easier now. But I don't know if I could be bothered. Yeah. Um, even for like they've changed, like added new dungeon systems. There's like mythic dungeons now, and a whole bunch of stuff like that. Item level. Luck in Destiny is a big thing in WoW. Um, crafting, there's like world events, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, you can do this, like in the new expansion, you can do all of the zones in any order and they scale to your level, which I, I think is a really that. cool yeah. um, addition. I think yeah. that that is the way they got around um, the problem where you're in a really big PvP server. Yeah. Is that not the case? And so... Yeah, that's... That it can be rough walking into suck. a new... Day one of a new expansion and uh, there's... 55 people there from the Horde here that kill yeah. all the Alliance guys as they walk through the front door. <laughs> savages. <laughs> Actually, before coming here, I was watching a video and apparently, like, Dalaran is the, like, mage tower. Yeah. It's, that's the new hub. Um, and apparently underneath Dalaran is just a massive PvP. Nice. Like, well, so that's, PvP a, that's a big thing. Cool. Chris was trying to tell us that earlier, actually. Like, that's back yeah. in a really big way. There's, like, events now where it's meant to be, uh, you know... It's one of those like uh, expansions where you both uh, Horde and Alliance team up to fight something else. Hmm. Basically, which we seems to happen two which, sets of bosses. That yeah. seems to happen every expansion. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> they have these event like like these events where you're meant to protect. And I think it was leading up to the expansion where like Legion things would attack a certain city. Yeah, say like Ogrima. Yeah, the Horde uh, main city, and then like Alliance people could come in and you could both fight the Legion. But you're still obviously hostile to the, like, and it yeah. was just, and Chris tell me, it's just, a, like, a bloodbath. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, they come in and like, oh, look at a legion guy. <laughs> Shit in the back. <laughs> you know, like, Miscast all your spells. Yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, man. Didn't mean to do that. Oh, let me just, let, let, let me, my, my mage, well, look at me. We'll just team up. Don't worry about my rogue friend who's about to kill. <laughs> and I did definitely notice that more as I went through because... Yeah. So the early game uh, leveling zones are all like you're you're on the alliance continents, yeah. yeah, and then you get to the more expansion stuff, especially uh, Wrath of the Lich King, Mist of Pandaria, and now Warlords of Draenor, where I'm seeing a lot more horde people because those areas are all shared. Yeah, you might have like a base of operations which is like horde only have or you alliance gotten, only. Uh, ganked yet? No, I haven't. I have gotten killed by. Um, one of the really cool things about the Druids is they get their own, like, area called Moonglade, which you learn a spell that you can just teleport to there oh. whenever you want. Is it, like, shared? So, Druids yeah. on both sides? Yeah, and it, and it's shared. So, I've had a couple <laughs> of times where, like, I teleport to Moonglade because I'm going oh, somewhere man. else. Like, I'm going somewhere else. I go upstairs to go, like, get a glass of water or something. I come back down and my character's just dead because I've been killed <laughs> by some, like, random level horde <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> are you running into... I'm, I'm guessing the early levels are completely deserted. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone can start at level 100 yeah, now. No, no one's starting at level 1. I'm nah. sure there's always a few. But, yeah, I'd imagine it's mostly deserted. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and a lot of it's been very sort of solitary stuff. Yeah. The where you do cut, like do stuff with other people is you can queue into the dungeon finder, go do questing stuff, and then eventually once it's found a group, yeah, it teleports you all to the dungeon, yeah. which is it streamlined a lot of that stuff, and you get a lot of experience from that stuff. So that's really cool. Cool. Um, and that's how you find stuff with yeah other people. But sometimes you have 
cases where you're in the queue for an hour and it like it that takes is because you're playing content that nobody plays though so. yeah yeah percent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure once I get right to now, Legion I'm going to see a lot more people oh yeah it's going to be crazy which will be really cool I mean everyone's sort of started replaying it every, every streamer I watch who I didn't even know played WoW like He's gone back to Legion. Yeah. And, and that's that's one of the things that happened with Warlords of Draenor, which was the previous expansion. It had a really big... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It had a really big focus on single-player content. So the story and the leveling stuff was the best it's ever been. But it also came with it, you had your garrison, which is like a... Your yeah, own, basically. Like it was like a house, yeah, yeah, house yeah. basically. I've seen it. Which you could get a lot of the endgame materials and stuff. You, like, have followers and you send them out on missions to get gold and experience and items and stuff um and uh and it kind of made it so that you didn't ever have to go out into the world to do a lot of the basic wow stuff Mm. and so with this new expansion they've given you a, a new uh garrison basically which is called your class hall so every class gets a shared uh it's different for Horde and Alliance, I think, but every class gets a shared hub area, which has all the stuff like um, resource gathering and sending people out on missions. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if there's resource gathering, but anyway. Um, but that is a shared instance with people of the same... <laughs> oh, camera. God, what's the camera doing? Um, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a shared instance with all the other people from your class, so you see a lot more people then, yeah. which is really cool. It's not, I think it brings back the sense of community. Yeah, and that's one of the th- and that's, because that's so kind of because of that, and because you could spend so much time just by yourself, a lot of people dropped off because there was no reason to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. There was also a massive content drought. Like there was a year without anything happening, yeah. which is kind of what happens in like they still had all their uh, events and stuff, and it's kind of what happened in Destiny. But the difference for WoW is you're still playing a monthly subscription fee, so you expect there to be. Like, you expect not to have to a do. content drought for yeah. a year. I mean, they saw a really big drop-off. Mm. They saw a really big drop-off. As well as the ones that just, just come on and off. Mm-hmm. And they've seen a massive influx now, which is always what happens at yeah. WoW we'll see if it keep, We'll see if it continues. So, we'll see if it continues. Yeah. But they... From what all the like YouTube videos and stuff that I've watched and people talking about it, it appears as if they are at least appearing to and trying to add more content. Yeah. Um, and keep the content drip going over time and prepare it a lot better. Um, this is a big deal because this is the last expansion, isn't it? No. I had heard that it was the last way I think expansion. we hear that no. all the time. Really? Like no. with, with it's, one of them. It is kind oh, of the make sure. or break it with World of Warcraft. Wouldn't though? it be crazy mm-hmm. if, there was okay. World, like, if, they, if they announced that the next thing was World of Warcraft 2? I would love that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't was, know. I, I feel, like, work, I feel like it would kind of... I don't understand how that would work either, but I'm yeah. just like... I don't think they would ever do it. And there, there is like precedent for that sort of thing in yeah. MMOs. Guild Wars, Guild Wars 2. Or, or, um, or maybe just something totally... like. Well, World of Warcraft 2 and, and we, we've just fast-forwarded or rewind. Like, like World, of, World, of, mm, World of Starcraft. That'd be an interesting way. World of Starcraft. World of Starcraft. Or just yeah. something. Like but a new title. Yeah. We'd merge with Eve. Well, that's, well, that's <laughs> what... You now have to pay overwa- $6 million for a ship. <laughs> <laughs> and it's real money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it just gets destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that, so that's, that's what Overwatch was. Overwatch was... Meant Blizzard, to be that. Meant to be yeah. Blizzard's new they MMO. They clearly didn't think it was just, going. They anyway. just couldn't get it to a place where they were happy with it. Yeah. yeah. And they made it into Overwatch. Cool. Anyway. Which and is kind of cool. So, that's it for WoW. 
we, we talked yeah. about that for a while. Yeah. Stocks, are you playing the new Fallout? Yes. So like I'm, the Fallout DLC. I am an yeah. avid Fallout fan yes. and player. Yeah. Um, and the new Nuka World DLC has dropped. So what is that about? So the Nuka World DLC takes place outside of the... Um, I think it's called the Commonwealth. Boston area is called the Commonwealth. Commonwealth, yeah. Um, and it is a fully-fledged theme park that oh. Nuka-Cola um, oh, yeah. has made. Is it like an abandoned theme park? Yes, it's totally abandoned, totally uh. run down. And of course, because in the Fallout universe, everyone, all business owners are very reckless. Um, you know, rides are deadly. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. No one cares about anybody. Is, really is the whole idea the that it was like, world. was it like a... A theme park before the yeah. So before the drums bombs dropped, um, yeah. your character had visited there before because like on the train ride in, you're like, oh man, I remember this place. You know, yeah. it's completely run down, and uh, <laughs> you arrive and it's controlled by um, a raider gang and some of the yeah. neutral factions. You got to oh, clear so out. It's not like a working theme park. No, but what would be, you do? It'd be you... like a weird Norwegian experience game. Where it's like, <laughs> we just want you to do, take the rides, and then. 45 minutes in, like a weird Norwegian gang, turns out to be some heinous message about <laughs> being your wife or something. <laughs> um, so you arrive at the at the at Nuka World and you defeat the uh, boss of this raider faction. And yeah. so you become the boss. the boss of the raider faction. I want to be a boss of a raider it faction. Is, <laughs> it's fantastic. I want to make examples of people. <laughs> like, just... So do you have to like manage a bunch of followers? Yeah, so what it ends up being is um, it's not... It's, there's not a lot of depth to it, but you ha- you are the overboss. You defeated the old overboss, and the overboss yeah. is the he combined. He's like the uh, uh, I guess he's like the Attila the Hun. He combined oh, a whole bunch like of a, he's like a he's the king. king he like- yeah, he's the he's the person uh, who took all of these scattered um, tribes and forged them into to one do they united still have force. Leaders? Like, yes, they have yes. their own little sub leaders that you so need to. He's like control. a so, so he's like Mance Raider from Game of Thrones. He's like yes. Mance Raider, yeah. 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 Um, and so you come in, you are now Mance Raider, and you take you back Jon Snow. <laughs> you take back every element of the park. I think there's like six or seven, if you count some of the other areas outside oh, of the park. Because they, they've got some villages outside of the park yeah, that yeah. the workers and visitors would stay in. And then you've got like a big power plant as well. So does it have a big wall or something? Like why take over this place? It is subdivided like crazy. So you've got enormous fortresses, very easy to defend areas. Oh, and um, once you take over the whole park, you distribute each area you take, you know, because the other raider groups don't like each other. So yeah. you distribute this to the guys who like to cut people in half and like love flaying people. You distribute this players. area to the people who really are super into colors and like animal heads and those guys. Like yeah. they're into like steampunky so animals. And it got a much better color palette than the base Fallout. So it's not just like so Fallout gray. Four fixed a lot of the problems that Fallout Three had, yeah, which Fallout was, 3 was way more gray. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's more colorful. Um, and you work your way through. You take over all the separate areas and then you you can make the decision to start taking back the commonwealth as a raider group so oh my god so all yes. of the settlements all of the settlements that you've taken as can you kill the middle min- minutemen you can go to town on the minutemen oh my god is, um, yes. actually i will say if you choose to take that route preston garvey which is one of the followers oh, in the game who's the leader of the minutemen yeah. totally turns hostile i now actually can't go back to my home base because preston attacks me every time i go there i play on survival mode which is a mode where if you die um, you revert to your last sleep point. Yeah. So that's really, really punishing. Um, and yeah, I 
I can't go back to my my home base where all my shit is yeah, because he's going to kill me because he's fully kitted out with <laughs> oh, some of the no. best gear in the game. He'll kill me. <laughs> yeah, because I given it to you him. Start the problem. Can <laughs> <laughs> you just Batman? Shit, <laughs> just come back and blur. Um, and it just, just nuke him. <laughs> yeah, nuke him. Exactly. Uh, he's uh, actually an essential. So in Fallout, there's essential characters, which are characters that can't die. Can he not die? He's unkillable. Uh, oh. So I'm totally oh. fucked at this point. I've had to. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I think I have shit. four days of gameplay in this. So I don't know how many hours that is oh, in this no. actual save. But anyway, so that's the end of that game. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, no. um, yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. So I really really I die like this. I'm going to take everything. Just everything. Yes, off. Preston. Yeah, make sure and, and put him in the first corner of yeah, the combat. Yeah, in this room. <laughs> you don't want to be anywhere near him when you start taking. Hey, uh, it. Build him a box. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, you want to let me? No, no, no. And you get to you go back to go you back and now, raid. Um, you get to go back and raid settlements that you've like built up. So I had a settlement with like That's turrets, great. and it had like a pet death claw or something to defend it, not to run in there, kill all the death claw, destroy all my own battlements and stuff. Have you done that quest for the for the death claw? Um, it's like there's like a horror movie style Deathclaw quest. Yeah, like, it was really it's, well done. Um, searching the Witcher Museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Museum of Witchcraft. Yeah, that's really good. And you end up like this is you find like, you audio can, logs. Yeah, it's like, and this oh is God. like you're creeping underneath the floorboards of that house, and there's yeah. like an arm that like falls down. Yeah, and it's like a big Deathclaw. Yeah. Uh, did, did you? Follow that one to completion where you like did what the death claw asked, like wanted to do, like you brought the egg back. Yeah, so I brought the egg back to the You bring the it back to his nest and yeah. then like the dad death claw comes out and like watches to see what you'll do. Yep. And so yeah, it's like first time I've seen a passive death claw. Like he's just like yeah. He wasn't passive when I saw him. I because oh, I'm playing on survival, I wasn't taking the chance. Oh, you just uh, I just killed him. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just stands there. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and like watches you as you like. No, I saw. I'm there. Uh, I arrive at the area. I know something's going to go down. Just spam bats. As soon as I see something, all yeah. a, all ahoy! It's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how long is the DLC? Um, it took me maybe uh, ten or eleven hours to complete. Yeah. So it's a good size DLC. Yeah, and good. then even then, if How you much want it to keep, cost Australia? Um it came with the season pass. So oh, okay. I don't know what it writes right. on Steam. I think I have that. You don't yeah. have the season pass. Well, you made a terrible mistake. I think I, I think I have Oh you do, you do. Okay. okay, cool. Um I will say a lot of the rides, half of them are still functional, half of them aren't. Can and you still get on them? So once you finish the DLC, you can go activate the power, turn the power back on in the plant, and you can there's there's this one roller coaster that is um it's all inside and it's it simulates like a rocket ship flying through space and like defending Earth and stuff. Oh. It is fantastic. It is really, really well done. Oh, cool. Um, so like you're, you're cruising in, it's like Starship and then you're like flying around. There's like aliens and like dudes on the surface like shooting each other as you're all swerving around. It's a lot awesome. of, it's it's a really, really good DLC. Awesome. And I think it's, because uh, it is the last DLC for Fallout. I think it was a really good. Is it really? Send-off. It's the last DLC for Fallout 4. Okay. Mm. So, so what were the two story DLCs? There was this one and the Far Harbor. Um, and the Far Harbor, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and kind of disappointing because there were some really good ones for Fallout 3. Yes. I think Fallout 3 had like that- Had uh, tons. With Liberty Prime attacking the Insti- Institute? No, yeah. not the Institute. That's the Fallout 4 one. I'm thinking of the- um, The big robot. The big side. robot president. Yeah. Yeah. So, you go and attack them. The Enclave. The Enclave. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. And there's the alien one. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Have you got the alien gun in Blackpool? Yeah, yeah. And you act, you can get another one in uh, uh, Far Harbour as there's well. There's just like a random... I think it's random. 
Well, like the, there's like a UFO that flies around sometimes and yeah. you can shoot down the UFO. No, so the, the UFO will always crash and you need to be after level 20 hanging around ah, near, yeah. Yeah, yeah. near the CRT building. You can like see it and then you can go and yeah. get this animal. It shoots across the sky. You arrive, you arrive at the crashed site. Um, it doesn't tell you where the crash site is. You just stumble upon it. You'll, you'll stumble upon it one day and uh, there's like a green trail of blood. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, all righty. <laughs> Follow that into a cave and there he is in, the, in his little radio trying to... Call home. He just pew pew. Take his gun. Yep. <laughs> um, intelligent life. I think Fallout 4 got a lot of flack when it first came out because it um, it wasn't deviated a little bit from what really made Fallout It didn't feel very free Fallout to me. It yes. was the best shooting I've had I've, I've had in a Fallout game, but it was the least Fallout. The story wasn't I, too mm, much. What, what like made me bounce off that game was all the base building stuff. Really. You don't okay. need to do that. That is so optional, though. Yeah, yeah no, you just don't need to do that at all. Just because it like front loads that so much. Yeah, okay. I really felt like I got a bit bogged down in that, and then yeah. just got bored and stopped playing. I mean, I never built a base. You know me. I, like, I'm not going to build a base. I'm going to leave everyone to just <laughs> do their own thing. <laughs> in those games, like in Skyrim and stuff, like it took me hundreds of hours of gameplay before I got into the main quest. Yeah, I just yeah. like I was like, as soon as I spawn, I'm like, well. Hmm, there's the, I'm gonna go that the way. I'm that that way. Which, which is quite funny because in Fallout 4, the main quest seems way more urgent. Like the premise of the whole main story yeah. is way more urgent than in other ones. Yeah. Um, like in Fallout 3, you're looking for your dad, and I mean, I guess that's you kind of urgent, but not really. The key to a Fallout quest is that it needs to be forgettable, though. Like the main yeah. quest, like because you don't really want, you're not really there to do that. I feel like it seems out of place for a mother to be looking for her son. And then just decide of, to wander off, yeah, yeah. help some guy Take with his radio station, with paint yeah. a wall. Become a just a, like a warlord. <laughs> all of that thing seems really out of place, you know, I'm sure. Yeah. There needs to be something with less of a clock. Yes. Yeah. Maybe like some sort of like, I would have thought that the Institute would be the, the kind of main story. And it sort of is. Hmm. But I would have liked that to just be the main story. Which which experience did you have? So who did you side with? How far down the Institute path did you go? Oh, I, I haven't finished... Oh, okay. Any of the main story, really. Right. I got my... I, I did the main thing where you said Miniman guy. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, I was okay. just doing side stuff after that. I played... See, I played... The reason that I always fall off those games, I didn't so much with Skyrim, but with all the Fallout games, is because of that, like, the way I do things. I have, like, the wrong experience with the difficulty of the game. Hmm. So, I play at the start and I just run off and then I have, like, the hardest encounter of my life is so, like, the first one. Yeah. Because okay. I just walk off and just, like... Shit fuck nowhere. Yeah. And fight this, like, group of really high-level raiders and I have to, like, crouch around and do a bunch of stuff and it takes me so many tries. Mm. And from there, you just get better and then eventually it becomes super easy. Yeah. And then I just lose all interest most of the time. Like, I just can't... I got there. Um, I got what I wanted. I, I played... In, I, I tried to get over that. I started again in Fallout 4 with a all-melee uh, character. It's just going to do melee. Oh, they're, they're, they're a lot of fun. Yes. And you got, there's a lot of strategy that goes into that where yeah. you're like, you got to get those right. you got to get the blitz skill. Yes, of course. So you can like teleport. To did people. you go pure melee or did you go stealth melee? I went stealth melee because the I needed a blade. I got, I got the, the most overpowered class blade of in the game. Like the kukri. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it was yeah. really hard to start off with beating yeah. people to death with ores. But I got this kukri blade thing. Yeah. Which does massive stealth damage and poison or something? Yes, yeah. that's the one. It's a really cool quest, actually. Cause yeah. Is this the one that you travel down you travel into down the into mines? This mine and then you have this hallucination oh. where you like see. Yeah, you're having like flashbacks to to what it was, it was like, like this, before the war. It was like this cult. Really, this cult of workers. 
who were working in this quarry mine, like went really deep and found this like ancient gods. It's a it's a temple or something. Temple. Yeah. And started to get like warped. Yes. By that and like oh, that's so they cool. were worshiping down in there and they were turned into ghouls when the thing yeah when everything popped off yeah so like. You get ambushed by these ghouls because you have you come around the corners of these ghouls, then you have a flashback to them like praying, yeah, like where the where the tooth is, and like then it comes back, and, and then you're flashing back, and they're already mid combat, and you're like, oh god, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like they're worshiping this thing, and if yeah. you dive down, there's like this fragment of almost completely dissolved metal from whatever this thing was, and yeah. it's like this you use it as this knife, yeah, yeah, that's really cool, it's really badass. But the thing is, after that, and after I got my stealth damage up a bit and my sneak and all that sort of stuff it's super easy it's a super easy class as it mm. turns out to just do that because you can teleport to enemies mm. with the skill so you're really just like very safe yes very yeah. very safe especially since you can do that chain bats thing yeah just... yeah exactly like Skyrim really stealth <laughs> <becomes> so good <laughs> you know those stealth hits where you like get those crazy you get the brotherhood gloves you get that that knife. You get like everything, mm. and then you do like this crazy like oh modifier times like thirty two attack. Yeah. When the guard is like, you like just explode. Like, tap, yeah, you like, tap, like tap his back and guard is like spontaneously combust. Well, that's really. I might get that. that yeah, I highly thing. highly recommend it. I think it's it's definitely the best uh, the best DLC that they've released. I think it probably really? tops. So I'm thinking back. I played in the Pantheon of Fallout. I have played. um, I have played Fallout New Vegas much more than I've ever played Fallout Four. Yeah. So I can comment very highly that um, it's definitely better than any Fallout DLC, uh, Fallout New Vegas DLC that I played. Now, with my experience with Fallout Three, I played all the DLCs. Um, That one with Liberty Prime and attacking the Enclave is pretty goddamn good. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's probably not as good as that, but I really, really liked the. Good. I mean, I always want to be like a Raider. Yeah, King just that whole idea sounds really cool. I, I think it's a really great premise, especially to flip it on its head um, and be the total bad guy, and then yeah. get every every faction against. So, so now. what happens if you don't? Be so the bad you guy? can walking into the walking into the DLC, you, you can uh, you can talk to to enable the quest. You got to talk to one of the slaves because they run a whole slave trade, right? You got to talk to one of the slaves. Yeah, of course. You know, we're chopping people in half. Yeah, uh, they all have slaves, and you go talk to one of the slaves, and she's like, "Man, it sucks being a slave. I wish they would all die." <laughs> so you and you're like, that's, that's and then it kill everyone is basically well. It that would have been the best line. So it's like, <laughs> man, it sucks being a slave. Like, make a slave army. So, yeah, what you do Ooh, is um, she says you only need to kill the bosses, but killing, attacking any boss means everyone in the entire yeah, area turns hostile. Yeah. So you're versing like <laughs> 200 raiders. And I, so I, of course, I saved first and did all versions of the quest. Oh, so yeah. I've done, I've done the whole kill everyone. <laughs> Very difficult, uh, but it yeah. is possible. The, the payoff isn't anywhere near as good. Do you ever get to settle disputes as the raider king? Because that's what I would like. You know, so like, eventually, you know, like King Solomon. That shit. as you're dividing up land, um, and as you're taking land in the Commonwealth, you're eventually going to be um, leaning on one raider group more than the others, and the other yeah. raider groups will be like, "Well, why are we getting preference?" You know, oh, this sounds- we like to <laughs> cut people. We like to cut people. You said you like to cut people. Why are we getting preference? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Cut, we just cut people together, man. And eventually, one of the raider groups is going to turn hostile to you. Yeah. You just got to you're going to crush that rebellion. Yeah, like you got to clean them up. Fist. <laughs> I'm going to rule with an eye. I'm going to get my blade 
from like a dormant Cthulhu god and just yeah. ship everyone. <laughs> oh, and uh, the really nice thing is every area, like like in an actual theme park, every area is really differently themed. So there's like yeah. the space themed area, which is what they've got that all all the robots have like, turned super like hostile. Themed or whatever themed Raiders. Like have they adopted? No, they haven't adopted those because they were outside of. Uh, they were forged outside of New okay. World that they came in. But there is a Raider group that's very carnival like. Like I said, they got the like, like the like the, the stuffed joke, heads jokers. on. Ugh. Yeah, I guess so. I'm gonna wipe those guys out. Don't really? Like that. No, oh, okay. Not a, fan. <laughs> not a fan. The clowns. And then of course, so you got the guys who who are all blades, and then you got another group which I didn't really like, which are called the operators, and they're all stealth based. Like we're super smart, yada yada yada. I didn't think they were very interesting. I'm so. the only smart person in like, that. <laughs> uh, but they have like a space area. They have um, an area that was the. Um, animal enclosures Ooh. and there was some spicy things have gone wrong there and oh, now there are some of the animals are, are a bit Sam likey animals <laughs> um, and there's a there's a Tarzan character in there which is cool he was like raised by gorillas oh um, my god <laughs> there's an area that is a western themed area and you gotta have like um, the robots that are there no, um, watch it with are still like pretending that you know are there cowboy robots there are cowboy robots <laughs> and he's oh like god. howdy there partner <laughs> <laughs> And then you got to have like, you, you know, get, you got to do missions for them and like have like a shoot off, like draw. Can you I get mean, an actual like drawing gun? Like a revolver? Yes, there is a, a revolver, style. like a four, yeah, like a four. Like can I fan the hammer? Oh yeah. I don't know if you can fan the hammer actually. And the hammer needs to be a thing. <laughs> um, and you then the last word in full out. Then the final zone <laughs> is, uh, it was a boat ride that was through Nuka-Cola and oh, yeah. yeah that's that's pretty cool as well back to so. where you came <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I highly highly so rate it's, it's going to be me and all the Blade guys and we're going to be running around like Hugh Grant in the uh, final future version of Cloud Atlas <laughs> <laughs> licking brains <laughs> man how was this uh, it's a super high level area so make sure you're at least level 30 before you go there oh yeah I don't know what level I am yeah okay it's like three three level. that's my, great my review anyway, five out of five yeah <laughs> good 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 I might get on that I'm never gonna finish it I'm never gonna find out what happens to my son but I'm gonna have a good time before yeah. like there's <laughs> crucially have a good time before that for you to forget you ever had a son <laughs> did you ever play Skyrim yeah, I played a lot of Skyrim. Oh, I yeah. finished I'm Skyrim. massive on the... Are you guys going to get the Skyrim, like, HD Remastered. version when it comes out? No, because no, I, 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 I PC. When it came out, I thought I'd just get it on yeah. PC. Because I've never done that, and I really wanted to experience that. Um, like, to get it on PC. Yeah. That's what I would do. I wouldn't buy a remastered version mm. on, on Xbox. Like, one, one simple, like, update to all the graphics from, like, uh, uh, Nexus. Modern yeah. Nexus. Yep. That's it. That's all it is. You can just get that. Yeah. And much, much more. And a, and a lot of weird erotic stuff. I mean, how, how long ago did it come out? Like five, six years? Well, I think it would be like, for people. Like 2011. Yeah, I don't be, know who it's for. It would be for people who haven't played it. It'd be, There's yeah, no way. It, it'd be so that the game can be on PlayStation 4, basically. Oh, yeah. yeah because course. it is available on... Oh, is it? A, I don't think it's backwards compatible on no, Xbox. No, it's not. I don't keep up with no, that stuff not. at all nowadays. Fallout 3 that is playable on Xbox yeah. One, though. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. They have a more strong, oh. they have a stronger tie though. Yeah. Are there any cool? Are there any cool mods? Uh, do you play with many mods? Um, I don't play with mods because it disables achievements. Uh, so yeah. that counts me out. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. Though I, you I really, like, I'm like one of those immersive guys. Yeah. I really don't like. The, I don't like the buggy the or the Star mods. Wars. Or, you wouldn't get the Thomas, the, like Thomas the Tank Engine. Like, no, no, no. Big the Dragon, <laughs> Big Dave's, the latest BB BB. 
WB <laughs> body mod. No, no, I don't do the body mod. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. How. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Stock, but the record show that Stocksy's made a, a motion. <laughs> a very busty motion. Of <laughs> um, yeah. the, actually, the favorite, my favorite Skyrim mod that I had seen was they replaced the dragons with. Oh yeah, uh, what's his name? What's his oh, name? Um, the wrestler, yeah. Macho Man, Macho Man Randy Savage. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will always remember as Bones or <laughs> Spider Man One. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's good. I want to play that yeah. before we get onto our last topic, last main topic, because um, we've been banging on. But uh, right, I want to get we go rapid fire, rapid fire movies that Sam has seen that he would recommend to people. Yeah, no. yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, rapid five movies. Um, I saw Planet Hulk, which is a, a it's a couple of years old now, uh, animated Marvel movie, but it was it recently added to Netflix. I would recommend watching that uh, simply because it is a great example of how cartoon movies, uh, Western cartoon movies, can sometimes be a, be some serious shit. Like, uh, and the kind of storylines that you could follow if we go into this world of brave new world of R-rated X-Men movies, which is what they've suggested. Okay. Um, and so Planet Hulk is, at the end of Hulk's storyline, he gets... Basically what happens to Hulk is that Tony Stark and the rest of the Avengers uh, can take care of the Earth themselves and they basically get this whole idea that Hulk's just too much of a liability. So they're a bit upset about it, but they strap him into this ship and just shoot did, him off into space. Did he have anything to say about this? No. <laughs> they just shoot him off into space. Anyway, he lands up on this planet that's controlled by this very prominent empire in the Marvel cosmic universe that we really haven't seen too much of. We haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy. But Marvel has this huge cosmic universe. Hmm. They've built it like for ages and ages and ages. That's where all the cool shit's happening in comics. Hmm. Um, and it's controlled by the, uh, I think it's the Korean Empire? Or it's the other empire. It, it, they're like a big Roman-y type of space guys and they control a bunch of planets. And he gets put into this uh, coliseum where they fight to the death. And so many people, like characters die. It, it is really... And it gets super hardcore. This is one character who's... She's working for the empire, but only because she's this race of super beings. She can take on Hulk for a while. Uh and they wanted, like, to find the strongest and also just, like, find someone that could be loyal. So the, em- the emperor has this little thing called spikes, which is this virus that, like, it's this bunch of, like, it bugs that burrow under your skin and then you start to, like, mutate horribly. And they show this, like, pretty full on in the animated movie. Like, like your skin starts growing over your eyes and stuff and you get, like, turned into these, like, horrible monsters. Hmm. And so it's like this character storyline where she's like, she's like, all the, like her husband turns into this monster and she's after like the baby and she like has to kill her husband and she like goes outside and she like looks around and she realizes that they're all monsters and she's shielding her baby. And then she looks at the kid and the kid starts turning into like a monster and trying to like eat her. Like this, Who's like the baby. demographic for this movie? Adults. <laughs> 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 and like, so she has, she's like, oh no. And then like this guy comes, like the emperor comes in, pretends to save everyone and she's in, in debt. And this happens to her again when he releases the spikes and you get to see a spike infected Hulk, which is really nuts. Yeah. Uh, and like, uh, they have this big fire, basically, that kills the spikes. Because they, they've got this virus that they designed, they have to have a way of stopping it. So they release it on this town, and like she's like having flashbacks. It's like, oh no, Hulk can't save them. And all the townspeople are turning. And so she's like, there's this little girl, she like, grabs this little girl, 
to like try and save her again because she's having flashbacks. She's running up the mountain and then this huge napalm strike like hits. It Hulk can't die. It kills off all the stuff on him though. Mm. And then uh, like she's left with this scene where she's like still running, still holding this kid, but it's like it's just being held together for the, for now. But it's he's just it's just ash. And then it like looks down and it like sort of like blows away in the wind. I was watching this too, oh. like holy shit. Oh my god. Holy shit! Like, there should be some sort of, like, thing saying, like, this is not a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh man. Like, it was pretty yeah. hardcore. Okay, Planet Hulk. Next thing. Planet Hulk, pretty hardcore, but I kind of suggest it. Uh, I watched a movie called Cirque de Freak. Uh, I- I'm going to be watching the shit movies, so you don't have to. I watched this movie <laughs> called Cirque de Freak Vampire's Assistant. Yeah, I actually, based off like, y- you were talking to me about this saying, oh yeah, we should have this as a, a homework as movie. A homework movie yeah, because it's not. like, <laughs> it's been added to Netflix and it stars yeah. um, John C. Riley yeah. and stuff. We we watched the both of us watched the trailer and it looks like absolute garbage. Sam, was it absolute garbage? It was pretty garbage, but it was very fun garbage. Fun garbage, yeah, okay. yeah. It wasn't I can, like I can, Batman vs Superman. I can appreciate like, that. Mad. It was like pretty fun, and it made it, it fan of itself. It was like felt like a real like low budget, like, one of those like campy fantasy, campy fantasy, but it's like having fun with it kind of things. Like John C. Riley has a lot of good lines where he's like. A little bit of swearing lines. and stuff, yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's just this great, the candid stuff where this guy becomes his assistant. He works in the circus. There's vampires and the vampanese, and the vampanese, the guys that actually eat people. By the way, Willem Dafoe makes an incredibly brief appearance. Really? He's this weird, campy vampire with, a, with like a gross pencil mustache. <laughs> <laughs> he, like over, he overacts so hard. <laughs> Everyone overacts so hard. And like, there's the good, the good leader of the circus guy. Who's like protects the the kid? Uh, he's like his friend. It's like him and his high school friend. His high school friend, both of them become vampires. His high school friend like always wants to be a vampire, and so that becomes an evil vampire. And like he becomes a good vampire, and like spoilers, they have to fight. <laughs> um, yeah, and the leader of the circus is this huge guy called Mister Tall, and the leader of the bad guys That's is this great. giant fat guy called Mister Tiny, who is incredibly overacted. Just great. He's like bald pallid chubby dude in like a kingpin style suit who makes all these weird things about destiny he has a monocle and he's just like going like yes i will eat your like he's just it, he's great yeah. <laughs> he pulls up in this like limo uh, all his followers have got like filed teeth and they have this weird thing where but the first 20 minutes of the movie it's like i guess he's he's fooling them into thinking that he's just a nice guy <laughs> <laughs> he's like, just the most obvious villain so like, he's like drooling over this dude this like limousine and like the guy next to him looks like Sabretooth on like a bad day <laughs> and this just makes no sense <laughs> he pretty much just drives around with a limo that like with like number plates like evil <laughs> um, I had a lot of fun but it's definitely a crap movie okay it was it, it was it was kind of Friday night beers with the boys kind of movie yeah, yeah it's, beers, it's, uh, it's definitely like beers with the boys teamwork movie cool. I would totally okay. recommend it if you're in like a, a scary movie kind of cool, okay, mood. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I watched that, um, and I won't talk about any of the others because I wanted to maybe mention them for a little bit longer. But those two are the ones I just really want to say. Like I watched them; they're pretty good. You should go see them. They're not, they're not special. They didn't make me think. Yeah. Uh, same with Brave. I watched Brave. It's a Pixar movie. I thought you didn't want to get into it. Well, it's just it's a Pixar movie. It's really <laughs> Sam. Good. Okay. It's really good. I finally watched it. It's good. good. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, so okay. that the, the, us... the main thing you wanted to talk about was Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Which is a long, long running, now finished. Um, was yeah. it Showtime? Was it HBO? Uh, no, it wasn't HBO, I don't think. Yeah, okay, but it's, it's anyway. a, one of those like um, yeah. dramas about this biking gang. Called the, yeah, called the Sons of Anarchy or Sam Crow. Yeah. Because they're, it's like an acronym. That was released in Australia following. At around the same time that uh, we were cracking down on bikers. How old is yeah, this? Yeah, it was. Uh, it ran it's old enough that seven or eight seasons. Mm, it is okay. old enough that the first season, everyone's using uh, flip phones. Really? Yeah, so I don't know yeah. how that... that like, Holy smokes. Oh, that's got to be like 10 years with old. With antenna. Yeah. yeah it fin- I fi- it finished maybe three or four years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's because it only started airing in Australia around the same time. Mm-hmm. That I thought it was on Channel 10 or something. Anyway, that's that's why I thought it was an Australian. It's on, it, was on, it was on Foxtel. Okay. Yeah. Um. It, uh, yeah, and it's on Netflix now. Cool. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, I should watch it. Then. Yeah, you should. Uh. So I, I had a really struggle with this with this show, and it like brought up a good good point for me. So it's about the Sons of Anarchy Biker Club, and now that I've seen the whole season, by the way, I now see where it's going. You've it's, seen all of season one. It, yeah, I've seen the whole season one. It's 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 sort of going in this direction of. Uh, maybe this is wrong or like there's going to be a change um, but for the most part it's this sort of like documentary-esque kind of thing about this like the this goings on in this bikey gang in yeah. uh, in like the hills of California and it has no holes barred like they like there there's some good people it shows that like their family lives are nice and you feel for some of these guys but there's also that dudes who so that like in the first episode um, I was watching it. I was enjoying it. I was like, oh, I love these actors. Uh, and um, this is like really morally ambiguous. And it's good. It seems really, really well done. Um, but the first episode, they had this beef with this biker crew called the Mayans, right? And the Mayans, uh, so the Sons of Anarchy are this old school biker gang, which kind of means that they're kind of the cleanest of the gangs, I guess. They're still bad, but a lot of the police are like, okay, we'll help them. We'll look a blind, I'll take like a blind eye to them because they uh, they don't like violence against women, and by that I mean they usually kill someone who's found out to be beating his wife or something like that. Mm. Like not in the gang, just anyone in the town. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. Um, anyone in the town who's selling drugs, they usually kill, so they're not into drugs or prostitution. Uh, and so they're just sort of like... So is it Batman if he dealt weapons? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> uh, like, the Sons of Anarchy are all based around this idea that uh, the, the main character is the vice president of the club. Yeah. He's young. His uh, father was the founder of the club way back before biker gangs were gangs. He had this idea of making a motorcycle enthusiast club that was called the Sons of Anarchy because he he was this big thinker guy, really smart, and he... Um, wanted to go off the grid. He was more kind of hippie than gangster. And he, yeah, he was an anarchist. Like a straight up actual anarchist. And those guys just, those guys are like, think fight club guys. Yeah. Uh, they just don't believe in uh, anything, any systems or anything like that. They believe that everybody should govern themselves outlaw style. That's what they call themselves. Uh, and as, and he gets in, gets into bed with his friend called Clay who is much more of a guy who's just into running guns and breaking the law and killing people. Um, 
And his death is a bit ambiguous at this point, but everybody is pretty sure that... Clay probably killed Clay, probably, yeah, Clay, <laughs> Clay 110%. <laughs> like, definitely. Um, and uh, Clay's now in bed with his wife, the main character's mum. Oh, and okay. They, they've got that the only really, fuels the fire, though. She's a very interesting character. This is why I like the show. Yeah. Like, she's a very interesting character because she is... You find out sort of really early on, she's actually totally with this guy. Has been forever. She is the one of the big driving forces. She's the matriarch of this whole idea. Like, she tells him that, that he should kill person X. Hmm. Or, like, they should really crack down. Or, like, they should get more into the guns. Yeah. And so, I think she had a hand in his death. And she's also worried about her son, Jax, the main character. But she's kind of worried about him having ideas of them uh, being good. Yeah. Yeah, that's like... So, she's actually working against her son. I haven't really seen that before. Is her primary motivator money? It's the club and keeping it... Power, okay. Keeping them, yeah, powerful. Because she she now has like a relationship with Clay, doesn't she? Yeah, she she had a relationship with Clay, it looks like. Long before. Forever, yeah. Yeah. Um, She talks about him being the right father for Jax. So, it's not even clear whether Jax is his father's son. Mm. Um, And... Oh, uh, yeah. Jax is the smart one, right? He got into it because it's his family. It's great how these guys, it shows how people get into it. There are these guys who get into it because they want to kill people, who get into it because they were horrible people, and it gives them this protection, this way of doing that. But some of the, for some of them, there's this one guy who you feel really sad for all the time called Opie, who he lives in this town, and in this town, it's just you just work in lumber or you just do shit things. I mean, that's how, that's how relatively nice people get into this kind of stuff is it's usually, sometimes it actually looks like the best thing around. And for him, it's like the only way to earn money. Um, and for Jax, it's his family. He like plans out everything. Everyone likes Jax. He actually is a thinker. He's kind of a nice guy. Uh, and he finds his dad's book. His dad wrote an entire book called the rise and fall of sons of anarchy. And in that, he talks about his actual plan for the club, how they were going to be legitimate. And how, as we were talking about with Boogie Nights, if you, he wanted to go out there and it sort of just started to snowball. They, if you live out on the edge of society, the kind of guys you meet are usually unsavory. Like there's, usually, most of the time, it's not the guys who went out there for some philosophical reason. Yeah. Most of the guys joining the bike, joining your biker gang are just there to, because they want to do a legal shit do rather a legal than shit. like the true feeling of yeah. anarchy. Yeah. And he was killed because he was like, he was way, he was way better than Jax. He was even, he could have convinced them. I, like like the, they, they trusted him. And I think Clay, Clay killed him. But he finds the book and the mum yeah. knows that he finds the book. And it's this weird thing where instead of like, he, she goes straight to Clay and she's like, you got to like, make sure that he doesn't get infected by all this like, I don't know, good? Propaganda. <laughs> yeah, propaganda. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, but what was really hard for me is, I, I'm glad I stuck with it, but I almost didn't because there was a whole lot of crap shit, shit that went on at the start. How long is season one? Um, 20 episodes. 13 episodes. Oh, only 13? 13, 13 episodes. Oh, okay. It is pretty long though. 13 is a little yeah. bit more digestible. They're like if they're hour, like 30 minutes? They're like an hour, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's yeah. too many. Yeah. That's that's way too long for like a big hook. 13 hours yeah. is too long for And a big, then you've got eight hook. seasons of that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can get into this one. I really started getting into it as as I saw the actual path it was going, as I saw the good people come in. Yeah. And I saw more of the positive side. 
there's this episode where like this carnival comes to town and this young 13 year old girl is like um is like gang raped and you see that some of the some of the other things that the club does and how everyone becomes in debt with these guys hmm. so this it's it turns out the dad is one of these really upstanding citizens with a lot of money and he comes to make a cust- make a deal with the devil he goes to talk to clay at the motorcycle shop um very alien for us this whole idea that if you want to go talk to these guys, if, you, if you're the police and you want to go talk to the gang, you know where they live. Hmm. You know, it's this weird that we're yeah. yeah, and, yeah, and they yeah. just, they, he goes to them and he's like, I would like you to find this person first and I'll, and then bring him to me. So like, right, okay. Yeah, and he's like, okay, yeah, of course. Cool. Yeah, this is great. You know, the classic scene where he holds out his big meaty <laughs> tattooed <laughs> hand and he's got to shake it. Yeah. Um, and now he's in debt with them. Yeah. You know? um, and all the whole idea that like... Uh, this is great character who is a really nice woman who's in love with Jax. She's a doctor and she gets stalked by a police officer, a federal police officer who's fucking crazy. Like they do this great stalker. And the fact that the show is already this like hardcore shit means that they can show everything. And he's like a really hardcore stalker who like a lot of hardcore stalkers comes off as nice and genuine um, most of the time. And because he's like this FBI guy, he has, has all this, this power, access. Yeah, or power. at least he pretends like he does. Um, and she runs back there because um, it turns out in that very particular instance, her only saviors are, are them. She goes back and talks to Jax. And of course, this guy makes the mistake of he gets obsessed with Jax now, right? So he starts like following him. Brings and down trying to like, take down the Sons of Anakin. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I'm going to protect her or whatever. And then he makes a serious mistake of... Jax has a new baby <laughs> of yeah. going into the baby's room like, and he like breaks everything. He like pees everywhere. This is weird shit. And yeah. then he thinks nothing's going to come of it and it's in broad daylight. Oh, this is kind of scary. It yeah. shows like, like it's in broad daylight. He's at the barbershop getting his hair cut and Jax just like walks in and uh, the guy, like, he like freaks out and just in front of the barbershop and everybody, he just like grabs this guy and he just tosses him through the barbershop window Right, <laughs> just like beat the shit. Out of him. <laughs> yeah, and nothing happens. Yeah, like and nothing happens. The guy goes to the police chief, and the police chief's like, <laughs> <laughs> "I'm helping you." And then he gets police escorted, arrested hmm. for attacking Jax, <laughs> <laughs> and gets escorted out. And the whole time, Jax gets on his motorcycle with his John Zemanicky vest on, and he is with the police escort as they escort him out. Yeah. Like, that's just sort of the thing, example of how... So, the police yeah, do really work how, side by how side. How ingrained like close, these guys are. Close relationship with, like, yeah. the, like the police... The local sheriff is, like, a big main character, and there's a really yeah. close sort of relationship with him and Jax because they went to school together. Yeah. Or oh, okay. And if you want someone who is not afraid to throw a FBI officer through a window, yeah. that's where you would go. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, I don't know. It's... It, you get the the show does a really good job of of showing you both sides of it. There's horrible shit that yeah. these guys do, yeah. but there's you also see kind of all the reasons why some relatively nice people would get into it. Okay, yeah, it, yeah, it is that classic thing with a lot of crime fiction where they show the whole thing that these guys they are just people, and although they do all this heinous shit, there is all this other like family community, yeah. um, like just human side to them mm-hmm. and it's just and you and you also have to understand that they're um they're individuals as well like uh yeah. they're whole they're limited by the fact that they have to protect each other yeah so if one of them say that guy uh decides to 
bring in two illegal immigrants, promise to hide them uh, if they give him blowjobs, and then ac- forgets that they're underneath this weapons warehouse when it burns down. Yeah. You have to dispose of the bodies for him because he's part of the gang. Yeah. You know, like, that, that's when the hard, <laughs> harsh shit that happens. So you got like really two, both, but like both sides of it. Yeah. But I'm really excited. I don't know how, I chugged through this episode. I don't know how, like, I was like, oh, I don't want to watch this. It's glorifying crime. Hmm. And then it's evolved. I'm like, oh, something's happening. And then by the end of the season, I don't know how you, how you Peter, stopped because that last episode, oh, shit's about to go down. I did, I, now that I kind of remember, I'm pretty sure I did watch Summer Season 2. Yeah? Maybe like half a season two. I mean, to, to be or really maybe fair, all of Season 2. I really can't me, remember. To be really fair, like, um, even the good guys aren't really good guys. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Jax does kill people. Um, he's just a slightly better person. Yeah. He's good by comparison. The people he kills are the, the circus uh, rapey guy and the stalker guy. Yeah. Um, uh, who... Shows up after getting thrown through the window again, and then Jack just shoots him. <laughs> so it's all retaliation crime. Yeah, and his whole plan is that he doesn't want to run guns. He wants to. He has hit. So in season two, where he is trying to make a move for leadership, and a bunch of shit that Clay has done means that he has the in. He has like all these big plans of um. There's this big porn industry. This is girl who runs does like a lot of porn. And um, they're constantly getting attacked. And so he has this idea that they're going to become partners. And that's this, his greatest in. Because if you want to get all the gnarly bikers on side that are the dudes who bury people underneath, like, houses for no reason. Yeah. A lot of naked women. There's a way to do that. <laughs> like, 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 and Clay's like, like, oh, shit. You can see him, like, they all vote, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he's this thing. I think instead of running guns, we should use our warehouse to house all the... Porn people will get half the cut. We'll protect them from everyone. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of naked women. And, like, Clay's like, oh, no. And he looks around the table and there's, like, all this, like, nerve <laughs> <laughs> and nods. All right, all right. And, you know, one of, the, like, the Scottish guys is really hard to convince. Yeah. He's just like, mm, I'm a good casting, <laughs> casting director. <I'll> do <laughs> yeah, so it, it's an interesting show. I mean, it's a kind of sort of morbid interest that the same reason people watch Underbelly. Yeah. And that show didn't glorify crime, I don't think. And neither does this one. Cool. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, okay. huh? I want to talk about it a little bit more. And we had some things, but we've rambled on yeah. as usual. We so. We've gone on for, for far too long. Um, like always, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash be Sam Peter. We're on Instagram and SoundCloud. We're on all the things. Is there anything you want to plug, Stoxy? I have nothing to plug. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, so, so just, a, just any a like local donut shop. Here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my local bikey gang. <laughs> I don't kill me. <laughs> um, yeah, so the homework movie that we're going to do for next week is not actually a movie at all. It's a documentary. So the we're going to do the documentary Searching for Sugar Man, mm-hmm. which is on Netflix, which is a really good documentary. tells a really interesting true story um, about this like folk musician from America who became a folk hero in um, South Africa, like around the time of apartheid. Um, mm-hmm. And so like the, there was a, this big mythological story around his um, life and career. This is a destiny. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to do that. Okay, good. Yeah. 
I look, uh, for, I look forward to that. You always bring up the most uplifting. <laughs> it's it's light stuff. It's a relatively uplifting story. Okay. Yeah. And for those of you who want something lighter, uh, don't watch Planet Hulk. That's <laughs> 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 what I would suggest. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for coming yeah, on. Thanks, yeah, coming on thanks guys. It's been a time. pleasure. We really enjoy um, not having to talk as much. <laughs> yeah. We'll have you back one of these days. Oh, yeah. yeah we'll def- fall out talk. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. You know what you've really done is you've thrown a spanner in the works now because I always used to say our, our favorite guest with Chris because he was our only guest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I can't do it anymore.